Hello everyone and welcome to Gadget Forecast. I am your host Siddharth and you are tuning into your fortnightly podcast for the latest happenings in the tech world. Today marks the fifth episode of this podcast and honestly, I would not have been making this episode had it not been for your support. So thank you every one of my listeners for constantly supporting and motivating me throughout this short journey. So in today's episode, uh, we are going to be talking about two connected topics that have become extremely crucial to address. Number one, 5G networks. Now, this is a topic that is going to impact all of our futures significantly. We will look at the technology behind 5G, how it will be impacting our day-to-day lives and what are the recent developments and challenges encountered by the telecom companies to make this monumental transition from 4G to 5G. Number two is where I shall be discussing about 5G smartphones and whether it's the right time for you to invest in one. And like always, if you are planning to buy a gadget, any gadget, be it smartphones, headphones, wearable devices, do reach out to me on the Instagram handle of Gadget Forecast for a personalized one-to-one consultation where I will help you out by recommending the best suited product as per your requirement. So without much further ado, let's get this episode started. Number one, some background context of 5G. Well, mobile networks around the world have witnessed a series of major transformations since the launch of the first generation mobile services, which could only transmit voice calls. If you think about it from that to the current generation of 4G, mobile networks have indeed come a long way in providing higher data speeds required for seamless multimedia streaming besides providing basic network operations like voice calls, messages and web browsing. However, the current 4G network is facing certain problems. Technically speaking, uh, with the changing connectivity needs, rising mobile data traffic, increasing smartphone users, and a new category of connected ecosystem products like IoT or Internet of Things, saturation in network bandwidths have summoned the need for yet another incremental update in mobile networks a newer generation of network that can provide higher data speeds at lower latencies to handle more simultaneous connections without causing disruptions. And that is exactly where 5G comes in. Moving to point number two, understanding the technology behind 5G. 5G, also known as 5G NR or new radio, is the new and upgraded wireless communication standard that the industry has chosen to continue ahead as the future pipeline for data communication. Well, to put things in perspective, let me give you a brief analogy. Suppose uh, you have just moved in on the second floor of a new apartment and your floor has one single water supply line from the overhead tank, which branches out to all the homes on the second floor. Let's assume that our current telecom network is this water supply pipe that first reaches your floor and then your home. Well, there was sufficient water pressure coming through for a while and you were really enjoying your morning showers until more families decided to move in on the second floor too. Now, there are more families sharing the same pipeline of your floor which is reducing the flow and pressure of water coming into your home. Your morning showers that used to be more of a rainfall before is now more like the water pouring from a purifier. 
Now, this is exactly the situation with 4G right now. So how can 5G solve this problem? Well, to put things in a technical perspective, like 4G, 5G2 is based on OFDM principle, which stands for Orthogonal Frequency Division Multiplexing. I know it's quite a mouthful, but the newer 5G air interface will further enhance this OFDM principle to deliver a much higher degree of flexibility and scalability. This basically means that 5G will improve network connections by addressing the fundamental problems of latency, throughput, and bandwidth to enable them to handle more number of simultaneous high-speed connections as compared to 4G. Now, three terminologies that are extremely crucial for you to understand out here are latency, throughput, and bandwidth. Well, in simple terms, latency is the time taken for data to travel from a source, for example, your phone, to its destination, that is the server and vice versa. Ideally, latency will be as close to zero as possible, so lower the latency, better is the network connection. Speaking of throughput, it basically refers to how much data can be transferred from one location to another in a given amount of time. Higher the throughput, more is the number of connections that can be simultaneously catered to by a network. Now, coming to bandwidth, well, bandwidth simply describes the maximum capacity of a network connection. To correlate and better understand all the three terms that I just mentioned, uh, think of bandwidth as a pipe, throughput as the quantity of water that the pipe can carry at a given time, and latency as the time taken by the water to reach its destination. So as 5G aims to significantly increase bandwidth for data transfer, that would mean a bigger pipe, thereby resulting in more quantity of water that can be carried, that is higher throughput, and lesser time taken by the water to reach its destination, that is lower latency. So if all goes well, 5G will be delivering mobile network speeds up to 10 gigabits per second on a handle device with a latency of less than 5 milliseconds. Now, this is massive improvement from the 8 to 10 megabits per second speed that we are currently getting on 4G networks with an average latency of 50 millisecond. Also, unlike 4G that supports roughly 100,000 devices per square kilometer, 5G aims to support up to 1 million devices per square kilometer. Now, I know all these 5G stats sound really awesome, but one should keep in mind that these speeds will vary on the basis of frequency spectrum that is being allocated and also on the quality of the network reaching your device. So that being said, 5G will be bringing along two major variants for the sake of cost reduction and existing equipment compatibility. NSA, which is non-standalone access, also known as sub-6 network, and SA, which is standalone access, also known as millimeter wave network. Well, NSA basically uses almost the same frequency range that's available for 4G networks by repurposing the existing 4G infrastructure, but of course, with proper software upgrades. Now, this has its own ups and downs. The upside being that the telecom companies won't have to upgrade each and every one of their existing network towers for 5G, which will ultimately speed up the entire transition process. But the downside is that NSA is not true 5G. 
Of course, you will definitely get better speeds and improved reliability, but that's just it. On the other hand, SA or standalone access network is the real deal. It runs on dedicated 5G towers and equipments that have been revamped to work entirely on a 5G core, which makes it blazingly fast and extremely reliable. Initially, the Indian telecom companies are planning to launch the first phase of 5G networks using the NSA mode, which will later be replaced with the SA mode once the 5G technology reaches its maturity stage. Okay, we all get it that 5G is coming, but I also get it if some of you are like, eh, it is just another upgrade to the regular 4G networks that we are using in our phones and frankly, it's going fine with 4G so far. How or even so, why is this significant for me? Believe me, I had this exact same attitude till last week until I started doing my research for this topic. So moving on to point number three, let's look at what is the significance of 5G. How will it be impacting our day-to-day -day lives? Why should we be bothered by it at all? And how will 5G play a crucial role in changing the landscape of digital India? Okay, let's just tone down the bells and whistles surrounding the higher data speeds and lower latencies and basically all the technicalities of 5G network for a while. You see, 5G is not a quantum leap in the world of wireless networks. According to a report by the famous consulting firm Deloitte, while 4G was a clear and definite upgrade in technology from 3G, 5G is more of an incremental enhancement on the existing LTE network. However, what makes 5G different from the previous generation of wireless technologies is its ability to enable connectivity amongst a wide variety of devices and services that go beyond our regular smartphones. These include smart home devices, Internet of Things, aka IoT, and other mission-critical communications like self-driving cars and smart healthcare. Now, on a personal level, 5G is designed to perform a variety of functions that will transform our lives, including giving us faster download speeds, lower latencies, and more capacity and connectivity for billions of devices. Well, let me give you an interesting example of how 5G will impact our day-to-day -day lives by taking a very common use case. Suppose you have, uh, say, gone out on some work, and after completing your work, you are now looking for a place to eat. What would you do? You turn on the location settings of your phone and search for listings and reviews of restaurants in your nearby areas. Think Zomato. After selecting one from the list based on ratings, reviews, and of course, the distance from your current location, you open up, say, Google Maps to give you directions to the restaurant. Well, with 5G, this entire experience will be immensely simplified. All you will have to do is hold up your 5G powered smartphone to scan your surroundings and nearby restaurants with ratings, customer reviews and directions will automatically start popping up on your screen in real time. How is this happening? Well, basically your phone is capturing a full resolution video of your surroundings and sending that information to the cloud simultaneously. Higher the resolution of your video, greater is the accuracy of the results. So when the captured data arrives in the cloud, 
5G powered computer vision differentiates restaurants from other buildings in real time and immediately sends back this data to your device where augmented reality integrates and displays this data on your screen. So you see higher data transmission speed, increased bandwidth and lower latency are all working collectively here to make this entire process a seamless experience. And this is just one example of the tons of other applications that 5G will have. Now coming to the part of why should we be bothered by 5G at all? Well, apart from all the ways that I just mentioned on how 5G will be enhancing our entire internet user experience, there is one other imminent issue that 5G plans to address ASAP. And that is the issue of growing consumer base of data users. Well, like I had mentioned in my previous episode, the internet penetration rate in our country, which stands at 50% as of now, is set to further increase at an exponential rate. Remember the water pipe analogy that I gave you in the beginning? The same is the case here. You see, the current 4G infrastructure is already struggling to cater to this ever-increasing demand for data, which will eventually lead to saturated networks, thereby resulting in poor customer experience. And I bet that we curse our mobile networks at least three to four times in a week. <laughs> so with increased bandwidth and throughput, I would say yes, we should definitely be bothered by 5G as it aims to solve this issue of growing data consumers to improve our overall internet experience. Now coming to the part on how or even why 5G is crucial for India's digital development. You see, we need to understand the fact that 5G is not just a plain advancement into the field of communication. It is about allowing different businesses and industries to merge and scale up their potentiality with the use of a broader spectrum. As India embarks upon the fourth generation of industrial revolution or industry 4.0, with technologies like AI, machine learning and edge computing to set course for accelerated economic growth and development, it needs 5G to fully leverage the true potential and possibilities of industry 4.0. From smart factories to smart shop floors, smart education to smart retail, every sector stands to benefit significantly from 5G. With the onset of 5G, India can not only realize the full potential of smart infrastructure, but also build on it to extract the maximum value. That being said, it's quintessential for us to understand the impact of delayed 5G implementation. According to a 5G economic study by the chipset maker Qualcomm, the economic impact of 5G in India is likely to be around $1 trillion. By delaying 5G rollout, our country stands the risk of missing out on the first wave of 5G-driven innovation cycle. The 9,000 plus tech startups in India that thrive on innovation will have to restrict themselves to a 4G platform, thereby rendering them redundant for a world that is already moving to 5G. Okay, now that's enough talking in the future tense. Let's, let's talk about ground reality in point number four, recent developments of 5G and challenges encountered in India. At the outset, let's discuss about allocation and auction of 5G spectrum. The Department of Telecommunication, DOT, has allocated 300 MHz in the mid-band spectrum of the sub 3 GHz band, which offers good overall 5G coverage and speed. While finding the right spectrum is important, 
the major challenge out here would be the pricing. You see, the Telecom Regulatory Authority of India, or better known as TRI, have suggested a base price of rupees 492 crore for 1 megahertz of 5G spectrum, which would be an additional burden for telecom companies of about rupees 50,000 crore for 100 megahertz of spectrum. This is almost six times higher than that of similar spectrums auctioned recently in South Korea, Spain, UK, and Italy. And this is where the problems begin for telecom companies. You see, the telecom companies are already burdened with debts of the order of rupees 50,000 crore and they are still looking for ways to completely monetize their 4G services. So investing right away in 5G spectrum and infrastructure and that too at such an exorbitant price doesn't make a strong business case for the telcos. I know that a question is going on in your mind right now that why does an auction needs to be held to allocate spectrum to telecom companies? Well, you see, telcos have licenses that allow them to operate in the 22 telecom circles in India within the frequency that was allocated to them. Once this license expires, they have to bid to renew the license. In 2011, the government of India announced a new telecom policy that delinked spectrum from licenses. So as a result, whenever an operator renews its license, it must pay separately for the spectrum, the price of which is decided at the auction. As per latest news by The Economic Times, the government of India is planning to split the upcoming spectrum auctions into two sessions. Bidding for renewal of 4G spectrum will be done in 2020, while bidding for allocation of new 5G spectrum will be done in 2021. This was primarily decided because, number one, the availability of 5G spectrum frequencies for the telecom companies remained kind of uncertain as the Ministry of Defense and the Department of Space have requested the DOT for allocation of premium high-speed 5G spectrums for the use. Number two, since Bharti Airtel and Vodafone Idea will already be having to invest in the license renewal and 4G auction, not to mention the thousands of crores of rupees that they owe the government, the delaying of 5G auction will come as a huge relief for the telecom operators. Another major task that needs to be attended by the government of India is to help telcos overcome the prevailing financial crisis. The policy of spectrum allocation should focus on incentivizing big budget investments in 5G and also on including support for long-term spectrum licenses instead of seeking immediate financial returns. The government should collaborate with the network operators to create a sustainable ecosystem capable of leveraging 5G technology to its highest potential. For those of you who are wondering about the price of 5G plans, let me tell you one thing. It is not going to be cheap. Considering the huge amount of money that the telecom companies would have to shell out for hardware and software upgrade, not to mention the auction for 5G spectrum, it is highly unlikely that the 5G tariffs would be off to an affordable start. And judging by the recent happenings, TRI is also not showing any signs of reducing its exorbitant base price for 5G spectrum. So ultimately, it will trickle down to the shoulders of us consumers and it won't be coming in cheap as we witnessed in the case of 4G. But yes, things could also change simply because at the end of the day, the operators would need to extract a good return on their 5G upgrading investment. It will definitely be interesting to see what kind of uh, tariff balance the telecom companies would strike 
for consumers to start subscribing to 5G plans. Coming to the second part of today's episode, 5G smartphones, their scope, production, and whether it's the right time for you to invest in one. When I was researching about this topic, I came across a report released by Trendforce which shared some interesting insights about the future trends of 5G smartphones productions on a global level. In the report, they mentioned that since the Chinese government's efforts to commercialize 5G have been particularly aggressive, Chinese brands, which were way ahead of their competitors in 5G strategies, occupied a 75% share in the global 5G smartphone market in the first half of 2020. Also, given the total smartphone production predicted to be around 1.24 billion units in 2020, 5G handset productions is expected to reach 235 million units, a whopping 18.9% penetration rate. Now, coming to which brands will be leading the race in terms of 5G smartphone production in 2020, a predictive analysis shows that Huawei will be firmly sitting in the first place with a market share of 31% and production of nearly 74 million 5G smartphones. And if Apple decides to integrate 5G into their upcoming iPhone 12 series, they will be sitting very close to Huawei on the second spot with a market share of 30% and production of 70 million 5G iPhones. And as you might have already guessed it, the third spot will be acquired by, any guesses? Samsung. Of course, with a market share of 12% and production of around 29 million 5G phones. The fourth, fifth, and the sixth spot will be sealed by Vivo, Oppo, and Xiaomi, with 5G smartphone productions expected to reach 21 million, 20 million, and 19 million units, respectively. Now, coming to the most important question, should you or should you not invest in a 5G phone right now? Well, let me make this extremely simple for you. Reasons why you should not buy a 5G smartphone today. The first reason being that there is no 5G network. If you have been paying attention to this episode so far, the one thing that has become particularly clear is that it is going to be a minimum of one to two years before fully operational 5G networks make their debut in India. The second reason being that there is no added value. Because 5G networks won't be functional in the foreseeable future, it literally makes not much of a good value for money purchase. The third reason being that 5G has not become an industry standard just yet, which is why we have 5G as well as 4G variants of some flagship smartphones. While manufacturers like OnePlus decided to go all exclusive on 5G with the OnePlus 8 series, others like Samsung have managed to keep it more on the neutral side. Now, reasons why you should buy a 5G smartphone today. Well, I have got only one reason out here and I would say that if you are planning to keep your phone for the next 3 to 4 years at least, I would suggest you go ahead and buy the OnePlus 8 Pro or Realme X50 Pro or even pick one from the latest released Samsung Note 20 series. Also, you will be among the first few consumers to experience the 5G revolution in India as and when it arrives and I would say that might be a very appealing reason for some. 
So, calling it a wrap on today's episode of Gadget Forecast. Thank you, dear listeners, for taking time out of your schedule to drop by and listen to my podcast. However, I will be taking a short break after this episode as I will get busy in developing a complete website where you will be able to listen to my podcast, read blog posts about the latest happenings in the tech world, and most importantly, be able to get a free of cost one-to-one consultation for your gadget requirements and also make your purchases directly from my website. If you liked what you heard today, please don't forget to follow, subscribe, and share my podcast. You can reach out to me on the official Facebook and Instagram pages of Gadget Forecast and drop by your valuable feedback and also do let me know what topic you would want me to cover on my next episode. So that's it for today's podcast, folks. Take care, stay safe, and I will see you soon.